Hello there, and welcome to the Big Boss Book Club. Before we jump in, uh, please go give Big Boss Book Club a follow on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also get us on Twitter at BigBoss010. Uh, this podcast is available on pretty much any podcast platform. Please go give it a follow, a like, a review, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Any and all support is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Really appreciate it. Okay, I'll keep this intro short and uh, sweet. This past week, um, myself, Martin, season regular, and Jim, DJ Jazzy Jim, JM from AM to PM, um, we all met up in uh, Nottingham to go to the uh, Robin Hood Beer and Cider Festival. Um, had a great time. Um, wanted to do some ad hoc recordings. Only didn't really get to do much. Um, but myself and Martin were really wanting to put something down while we were there. So this episode is basically going to contain two intentional recordings and one random ad hoc recording that I did while we were at the festival. Um, the main reason for this intro is just to make you aware that is some foul language. Um, obviously, usually I try to keep the, the bad language on this show to a minimum. So I just want to give you a little bit of pre-warning before you start listening to the rest of the show. Um, I had a great time at the beer festival. Would happily do it again. Highly recommend it. Um, but myself and Martin, we sit, uh, sit down after we've uh, sort of finished and everything sort of died down. We sit down and we talk about the actual beer festival itself. And we also talk about the return of Bray Wyatt (laughs) to the WWE after a rather long absence. Um, Martin is incredibly passionate about Bray Wyatt, probably more so than I am. And I thought I was pretty uh, passionate. But uh, yeah, so we have a pretty cool chat as well. It's pretty late. We've both had a few beers. It's it's a good conversation. Um, Before we get into that, though, there is a random ad hoc recording that I took while we were in the actual um, Nottingham Cricket Ground. Um, (laughs) Where we're talking. (laughs) Yeah, you have to hear it to believe it. So that's our next. But again, just wait to make you aware. There is some bad language in this episode. Um, So many apologies. Um, but hopefully you'll enjoy the show anyway. Uh, so we'll go for a break, and then I'll uh, I'll have the ad hoc recording on for you. Be right back. He's had thirty-seven bananas today, and he can't make the gig. Well, don't. That's have actually a, um, true. That's not bullshit. I'm making up. He I've had too many bananas, and he couldn't make a gig. But I also don't have a poppy seed bagel if you're undertaking a drug test. Because you didn't need to finish the rest of that sentence. <laughs> don't have a poppy seed bagel. Because, no, there's something in poppy no, no, seeds. Just, there is, yeah, yeah. It flags yeah. like up on the cocaine yeah. test. Uh, you should remember this from uni. You told me about how you can turn cocoa to cocaine. 
No, I don't think Tom so. Tom doesn't remember anything from you. I don't think so. Well, I, I was, I was the heroin nice guy. It was something you could turn something yeah, mundane yeah, yeah. into I something more pro pay, morphine into heroin. Thank God for tomorrow. No, it was something you could get off the shelves that you could turn to something much more enjoyable. Oh, I don't remember that. It's probably why. You're probably talking about Probably. Really Did a lot of that back in uni. Uni's great. Uni was great. <laughs> he was great. Five years, hate it. That's hey, Tom, you got robbed. I got robbed. Did twice. you fucking hate uni as well? I, I got robbed twice. Oh. Literally, got broken like into physically twice. Physically broken into twice. Yeah, yeah, broken into me, twice. Me and Jim were on a night out. Me and Jim like were on a night out. Wise, back from the house. It got back to the house, and the house had been broken into, and the, all my all my stuff was gone. Course wise, what did you think of uni? Oh, uh, it was right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I fucking well, hated it. Mm. It was a robbery. I felt like. <coughs> I felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my second year of uni, I was learning to code in Unreal Engine 4, but our tutor hadn't learned Unreal Engine 4, so my second year of uni was watching YouTube videos. Oh. Isn't that most. Paid most nine grand for yeah. that. Oh, I was a three and a half. I paid nine grand for a free fucking platform. Wow. Awful. Yeah. Didn't do one. year three. No, I couldn't. Well, think I did. On YouTube. Just did it from home. Yeah, imagine that. Still uh, tell people I got a 2 up. 1. No one questions it. No, literally. I got a 2 2. No one questions the fact that. Should agree. I put it on my CV that I got a 2 1 and I was like, oh, you're really good at computers, aren't you? I'm like, yes, I am very good at the computers, <laughs> as you pronounce. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. I don't even have to put it on and just fix the printer and go, you, you. You, you're good at computers, aren't you? I don't uh, even put no, my... you pay the contracts. Ask them. I don't even put my grade. I just put that I went to uni, and people are like, he's tech literate. So, oh, what are we on? 1am. 1am, we're back in the hotel. 1am. Back in the hotel. Um, we'll talk about the beer festival first, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. The recordings only go for an hour. So Good day. That's all we've got. But yeah. Cracking day, if you will. If you've cracking day. <laughs> we, so, yeah, Nottingham. Nottingham. Went to the cricket ground. It was good. I I quite enjoyed it. Um, obviously stuck to my... Oh, I didn't. I hated it. The whole thing. <laughs> hated the whole experience. No, it was like genuine. Whole great experience. It's good to catch up with. You know, friends that you've not seen in a long time. Like we've talked online, but it's the first time yeah, we've yeah. seen each other in person for a while, so it's it good. Um, drinking house is a bit weird. Thirds, thirds. You, you were you were big on the thirds. I was sticking to the thirds. But you were you had the top chat that made your thirds into well on to halves. Like I I played the cowards game and just went for the halves, but yeah. you were like the thirds and the banter. I was going over, like, oh, I'll have this please, coming away, it's like, that's ah, basically a half. They've yeah. charged me for a third, but they've given me a half. The amount of times that you've got <laughs> halves, and I was looking at it and being like, hmm, I've been robbed here. Should, should have tried it, just walked up. Oh, I tried it twice, they fucking saw me coming a mile away. Oh. They, <laughs> they, they fucking line. saw me coming a mile away, apologies. Just like, let, let's just make sure we're getting this beer right on the line here. They saw me coming a mile and a half away to the yeah. line whenever yeah. I ordered a drink. But then again, whenever I went for a third, it was like the seven and a half to eight percent one. Yeah, you see. See, that's what you think. As you can tell by the slurvy voice. Yeah, but this is this is why I'm quite still sober. 
Because yeah. I was sticking to my guns. Those I am not IPAs. sober. I am not sober. I'm, I'm still standing. Well, I say, <laughs> I say that for podcast purposes. We are. This this is King of Comfy style podcasting. Oh yeah. Like, this I mean, this is how I like to podcast. Like there's there's white sheets. It's comfort. It's full on <laughs> comfort. Yeah, you've got your fat pants on. Yeah. I've got I've got my bed my bed I, boxes. I appreciate that you call them fat pants now. Fat pants. I, I've I call them fat pants anyway because my cousin not before John, you met me. Oh, no, my cousin John used to call them fat pants, and then I got a pair of fat pants. Like, what where do you think wore. your cousin John got it from? It didn't get it from you. You've never I know, but I like to do some revisionist history sometimes. Oh, that's just, just, just change the history. Yeah, yeah. your cousin John me. got it for me. Who's John, by the way? Who's John? Definitely. No, who's never met him. John? Big old who's John? Who's so, what are we talking about on this podcast, Tom? What we're we talking about? Well, I think, like I said, we're talking about the beer festival stuff. We're going to go start with the beer we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk a little bit because I think there's a few things we want to talk about. Um, uh, firstly, the. Like the whole Big old thing, chin the whole experience I thought was quite good. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah. I've never been to a beer festival at a cricket ground. I've never been to a beer festival that's tried to sell me a trading card game. That was interesting, wasn't it? Like and also tried to sell us boosters that were separate to the trading card game. Like yeah. and also you could pick your favourite brewery. Your favourite brewery. This feels like a game Blakeman could get into. And I was like, oh, so how does the trading card game work? It's like, well, it's an inbuilt game itself. You can buy the game. It's £18. But if you want to add add-ons of your favourite brewery, you can it's the, £4 a booster. The, and like the, the boosters pack. were themed, yeah. which is an interesting way to sell it to people. And the thing that I noticed that was really key on this is certain packs were lower down. Like, so people had bought it. People yeah, yeah, yeah. would... People have spent four quids and, and, and gone, I like this brewery, yeah, I appreciate it, I want to give them some money. I bought a pack. Yeah. The one thing that confused me was only one brewery selling packs about all the other breweries. So, how does that money filter down? How's that money filter <laughs> That's what confused there? me. Like, I was I was all about spending 18 quid for a card game, because you know me, love a good fucking card game. But it was very interesting to see that there was a card game existing at a beer festival. That's not yeah. something that I'd normally expect to see. Yeah. You'd expect to see the Halloumi fries. You'd yeah. expect to see the very strong ales. Yeah. And you'd expect to see the t-shirts. But an actual factual card game... There was like... A t-shirt stand there as well. Yes, that was just selling uh, on entry, just selling t-shirts. It wasn't like even anything, selling like any beer. Yeah, nothing it was to like, do with the thing. Not like a festival t-shirt or like memorabilia t-shirt. No, it was a brewery t-shirt. Random t-shirt. The the weirdest bit about it being just a brewery t-shirt is they weren't even doing anything on tap. Mm. They were just there. It's like we sponsor this event. Mm. If you want any of the beer. Don't buy it here. Yeah, <laughs> right. buy, buy, it from which a, is, buy it from a shop or whatever. Yeah, don't don't. Bother. Which is odd. It's quite odd. Like, and I could understand a brewery t-shirt if you can try the beer there. Yeah, because we very much enjoyed um, Blue Monkey and that. What was that other one? I didn't that we get really anything enjoyed? from Blue Monkey. I got it. We from walked the other past side. Blue Monkey and we didn't like the look of it. There was another one that I've got a sticker of on my white because it was where I got the. Um, white vice versa from oh yeah 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 I had a couple there I that I went back to twice um, if you if you apologise for this lack of edit because it's you know on the flight at 1am it is navigation navigation yeah. did a wonderful 
white vice versa that we all thought was chocolate flavoured and it turned out to be coconut. Coconut. Had a very coconutty texture mm. to it. It was it was nice. I, it's the only stout I've ever seen you enjoy. Yeah. Was that stout? It's yeah. quite light. It's a stout. Oh my goodness. It's a five point five per stout as well. Was it? Uh it's not my type of beer normally that, yeah. So no, but good. it was nice. I did quite enjoy the the, the pina colada sour. I did think that was good. Was that the one that you thought was coming from the... Uh... It said, topped up by the slushy machine. So I was expecting from the slushy machine, I was expecting it to be this wonderful pina colada slushy. And it wasn't. It was just from a tap. So I, I would... I'd do anything me, to get you in, uh, A little part of me was tempted to say, yo, yo, brother, what's going on? What, what's happening with the, with, the, with the slushy machine? Why is that not dispensing my drink for me? But Why have you got it there spinning? Why? why? If nothing's going to yeah, happen. If you're not going to use it, why is it there? Um, the, what was that from there? I think I, uh, the bitter from there, the best bitter. That was the last drink I had. That was that was actually quite pleasant. Mm. I, uh, I had the cherry almond from there as well. And that you did was, as well, didn't you? Yeah. That was very nice. Like, um, that was that was more of a me sort of one. Like I wouldn't recommend it for everyone, but uh, as a man who devours a bakewell every now and then, big fan of that. Big fan. Yeah. Um, the food there was good. I don't, you didn't have any, did you? But the that that meat those meat samosas I had. The smell of the food nearly got me in. I'm not a man who goes for food at a beer festival because of the price. Like, yeah. normally they've priced me out, but there was a lot of the old, the old smells in the nostril that was yeah. like, ooh. Like, because you know me, big fan of the old eating is cheating at a beer festival, but, ooh. Like, yeah. even when we walked in, the first bar you get is that big waft of the loomy as you're walking through the ground. Yeah, yeah. We should talk about it being at Nottingham cricket ground and yeah. like that was the layout fun. it was great like yeah. you walk in everything's there mm. there's like before you even get to any of the beers or any of the kegs being on tap you've got everything there for you you've got yeah. like you can pick up your um, book for like knowing where oh, it is yeah the guide the only thing that I have problems with the guide is it wasn't in alphabetical order it was in um, station order so but it sort of makes sense. Like the stations were this station's here, yeah. and this is what's in alphabetical order there. So I get why they've done it that way. Yeah. But it did make it difficult for me because I'm always hunting out my favourites, and instead of being able to just be like B Bear Town, here's my favourite. Uh, okay. I have to go B hit station one, station uh, two, station three, which you know a- annoying, but not not, not a detriment to the event. Yeah. I did sit, being able to sit in the, the cricket stand as well was, was, was quite nice actually mm. I know we kept making jokes about the overs <laughs> but like those pigeons had the West Indies at over four I still <laughs> believe that but it, it was nice to sit there actually it went a bit cold at one point and it started spitting a little bit but I think outside of that the weather was great easily... for the, the majority of them yeah. like the fact that the cricket ground was open, so you could like pull up a seat, have a bit of a chat. And we had a good long chat for yeah, about, yeah. I'd say, about forty-five minutes. I've been able to just that. sit there, so people could nip to the toilet and come back. And we had like a station, yeah, yeah. almost where we could go, and it wasn't an awkwardness to find each other. Like, because sometimes yeah. people can get lost a bit, I suppose, especially with there being four of us. Well, I mean, look towards the end there, Jim. 
No, it wasn't it? So the beginning, wasn't it? Sorry, yeah. Um, Warren and yourself. Lauren, the Lauren got Lauren got lost. You came while knocking around near and Boy Monkey, and I was like, I'll go and find Lauren. And Lauren had popped off to another bit while I was still yes. trying to find us by the charity <sighs> scenario, and then oh, yeah. it was easy to get lost. It was easy to get. Uh, there was a lot of people there for a Thursday. There was a lot of people there for a, a Thursday. That's why Thursday. I won't give them. I wasn't expecting that many people. Neither was I. Honest. I That's why we decided to go on Thursday because we didn't be that many people. Yeah. There was easily about 600, 700 people there. Maybe even more than that. Especially at the end. Definitely a crappy ground's came, worth. By the time we came out. Ironically. Ironically, yeah. By the time we came out. By the time we came out, busy. we left at the right time because for the podcast listeners, we left at about 8 o'clock. Yes. Got there at 3 no, say. no, a bit later than that, I think. Cause by the time we diddled around, finding a parking space and getting the hotel, finding the parking space, dropped off. I want to say we got there at half three on a Thursday. Yeah, I've been left at about nine, and there was never any queues for any alcohol we wanted, but it no. was definitely getting near the end of. By you'd have to left, like have a sit in the wait, especially with like Blue Monkey and um, especially in the Blue Monkey area, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the Blue Monkey really? was like near the main stage where live artists were playing. So yeah. there was Blue Monkey and there was Navigation. Navigation. In the it. same sort of like one bar was facing yeah. near it. And they were the two main main events, if yeah. you will. Castle Rock just by it as well. So they, they were pretty busy. Mm. Uh, oh, pardon me. Sorry. A lot of kegs on tap though. A lot those, of those, Yeah. It was a lot of kegs. To, it was so difficult to go through them all. Overwhelming, yeah. almost like, but that's what you want from a beer festival, right? Because obviously, AM to PM to JM joined us. JM old. from the AM to the PM, DJ Jazzy Jim. Yeah, the old editor. He was the one who recommended this. <laughs> the old editor. He was the one who recommended this beer festival because he stumbled upon it last year. Mm. So it was nice yeah. having that level of a guide. He knew where he was going around the ground, but yeah. like we were sort of overwhelmed by choice on the first section. He was like, This is only a third of it, yeah. And then yeah. not dragged us, but he led us blind because me and you were like having a wonderful time. He got a recording scenario out, like we and you were getting a couple of beers in, sniffing the halloumi as you do. I'm very interested to see what he does with the videos that he took because that. that that started very quickly and that died very quickly Dipped after off, like well. very much like by his fourth beer he was like I ain't fucking getting this yeah and it's on the last was he on thirds I think he was on thirds wasn't he he was on thirds but we all know what happens at beer festival it's very heavy thirds yeah, yeah. basically halves I got mugged off yeah. <laughs> is all I can say I, I bought three pints worth of tickets and I don't feel like I got my money's worth compared to people who were doing the old uh Thirds trick, as I found out near the back end. <laughs> the thirds trick. For, for people playing along at home, I am having a uh, a classy Jackie Chan uh, before I go to bed, which people, is a uh, a lovely little whiskey number. People see people with, understand Jackie Chan. It's kind of an internal thing. Don't think you ever mentioned it. I think we should mention it. I think people would like to know. So, it's basically JD and Coke like, in a can. In a can, can. can. but I've I've done the uh, extra classy number and rocked it up with a DC and added Diet Coke to it to make it into a pint. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. That, that was something me and Jim used to do. We used to go. So we on um, a Wednesday, we he would come around to mine. I'd have made us a curry. He'd bring mm. the beers, or we would meet up in town. We'd go for a curry. I still hate that. I was never beers. invited to this. <laughs> it was always just a random thing. And then I don't know why I brought it up, but I'm uh, upset that I was never. Invited. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, but then we just used to end up in Tesco because at the time Tesco was twenty four hour. Yeah. So we would go in Tesco. Ah, uh, the get, free vid times. Yeah, and we'd get. Um, a few Jack Daniels and Coke premixes and like donuts and biscuits or cookies or whatever. As is your go, want. Yeah, and we'd just go sit on the square yeah. and we would literally be there till like four or five in the morning just chit-chatting away in the freezing cold quite often just with these and it just became this little thing I'll get a couple For of those playing along at home we're not in the freezing cold right now. No, we are We are room. full on like this is a Martin podcast over the being like King of Comfy style. Like <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't even gotten undressed like I'm in my fat pants, like, that don't even match my t-shirt. I'm in brown and black, like, the whole King of Comfort style. Just Socks are still on, that do, level of comfort. Do they need to match? Is that a thing? No. Is that an important thing? It is if you're going outside. What, did, really? This is the whole point of King Comfort style. No, much. the whole point of King Comfort style is the fact that you don't care. <laughs> that's, that, that's the level. Like, I, don't, I, I could go outside like this and people are like, He's in his lazies, and I wouldn't give him. I wouldn't I, give him to. You're speaking here to a guy who has never owned a tracksuit. Uh, a tracksuit's different. This is. No, this like, is on level of stretch. Like joggers like, and a matching jog hoodie, or, or like a matching top. Yeah, I've never. never been, I've never been one on the old. I also don't like matching colours. shell suit. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> of, I'm, I'm not a big fan of matching colours either. Yeah. Like if I've got brown fat pants on, I'm not wearing a brown jumper. But yeah. you'll see me in a nice little autumn yellow. Autumn I'm a big fan of the autumn the yellow. Autumn That's what I was wearing tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Autumn colours. Oh, I love I love autumn. Autumn means I get to get the big jumpers out, the big fat pants on, and I get to be comfortable. <laughs> it's the only time of the year I get to be comfortable. Spring, I've got to try. Summer, I've got to sweat. Autumn, got to chill. Oh my god. You've just got a level of style that I don't have. Big fan of autumn, mate. I'm just uh, I wear the same, same. You look good today, though. Like, I, what do you mean? we can say this on the podcast. Like, I was a big fan of the old, uh, the shirt. Oh, the shirt. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that shirt. I don't get yeah. to bring it out enough. It's my my Clark Kent. It's not autumn wear. It's autumn wear. This is the thing. Everyone loves a good autumn wardrobe. Like, mm. this is the thing. Like, I don't get to wear it often, but autumn. Autumn. Autumn's up. my time. I do have. Autumn's your time. You must have seen it. I've got like the olive green jumper. And when do you years. wear it? Very rarely. Well, is it in October? No. Is it in October you wear it? Is it about November? Is no, it about this I, time yeah, of the year? I used to wear it all year round, basically. Well, wear it now. I should wear it now. Yeah. I have to crack it. Crack Bring it out the autumn. Um, Slap up. Fall back. So, we leave Beer Festival. Mm-hmm. We go to that random takeaway I didn't even get the name I probably should have um, that horrible place that didn't give me my chips can we not talk about that <laughs> I, think I, had to ask to. For, I had to ask for the chips that I paid £8 for yeah. I don't want to talk about them anymore <laughs> they were nice chips but I shouldn't have had to ask for them I do want to, I do want to talk about the, 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 the kebab meat that wasn't the slab meat. meat yeah it wasn't, it wasn't kebab meat it was like a grill steak. It was like a peppered grill steak that you can buy from like Asda or whatever. I'd love to complain about it, but it wasn't really nice. And mine was really, <laughs> really dry. Oh, the mine chicken was, meat mine I was had dry. Well, like, was, was good. 
but but that piece of it, like you said it was a slab that piece of meat I, was so dry and I was just kind of like like you said I've paid £8.50 for this that place is so confusing because it was overpriced and I don't know if it's because I've been drinking since 3 in the afternoon maybe earlier because we had the cheeky, say, we had the cheeky road beers you had the four beers in the car we don't need to bring up how many I had in the car. <laughs> but I don't know if it was a, the, the fact that I had had a couple of beers. But it was a really nice food. But I shouldn't have ha- had to ask for how nice that food was after I'd already paid for it. Mm. Like, I asked for a kebab, and what I got was essentially a burger and a wrap. That's what I got. With and this I'm like, chicken. This isn't what I asked for. But I am enjoying it. Like, well, Lauren asked for doner meat. She did not get doner. She got chicken meat. But by God, she sat and ate it, and it looked nice it looked as well. Good. It looked really, really good. good. Yeah. So was, it's confusing. Like I've paid money for something that I don't want, but I am enjoying. And the kebab house was also like a part-time bar. It looked like they, it. They were more. They were the more work, stocked the, than this hotel. I know. The weirdest bit to me was the fact that it looked like a subway that had been abandoned and re-established as a takeaway place. Yeah, it, it was really weird. They've this this hotel. They had better tables than the beer festival. Did. Oh yeah, like, we could have actually sat and played games on those tables if we if we don't. Because that's really something that I do want to say because of the layout and how the tables were and stuff. We'd gone we into this evening thinking we'd play games and have beers. This would be a hammered, like a gay hammered And what happened game. is we got hammered and attempted to play games at the yeah. end. It's and it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't pan out. It wasn't going to work. Like, I've brought four and a half decks of Magic with me. I say half because one involves four players. Yeah. And, like, we attempted to play games. And mm. it was nice that we attempted it, but, like... By the time we'd finished actually having our drinks together, we didn't want to play games anymore because we were tired, a bit yawny, or just fed up. Yeah. And not fed up of each other's company and not fed up of no, drinking, no, no. but just to a level of like, should we play this? No, it's past it. There is a point where you go past it. Yeah. And I think that was that. that uh, we've had this conversation before. I, my opportunities to play games are very limited. So when I get an opportunity, I get really, really, really mm, excited about same. it. Same. So when it's like I've got four flesh and blood uh, blitz decks for in case one two UPF, yeah. got my commander deck that I'm really really excited to play. And that um, chaos one is great. Yeah, and the uh, speed duel, speed duel, and stuff as well. I was like, yes, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have some good times. And then unfortunately, yeah, it got to a point where I was like, because me and you were deciding that. what to pack before we even went to the event today. Yeah, and then. Yeah. DJ Jazzy Jim, mm. never quote me on that. Knocked on, was like, oh, well, there's no tables there. I'm packing this bag, but we won't get to play it. I'm like, I guess I'll just carry a bag and get back sweats for no reason then. Yeah. And it was just one of them where it was like, it's it nothing against the event. Because the event was incredibly well run. Mm. Like, I never had to wait more than. 30 seconds to get yeah, a beer. It was pretty good. Which is exactly what you want. Like, the event was run so exquisitely, but it could have done with more than just you want a seat, go and sit on the oval. It could have done with like some like yeah. picnic tables knocking yeah. around. But I did see they were there, but they'd already been preoccupied with oh, people. Yeah, they, they were they were gone instantly. Like 
They which were is all gone when we arrived. Weird to see because we arrived fairly early in the day for yeah, what would you think? It opened, it opened yeah. I think, at three. Opened at two. Oh, we two. arrived at three. Yeah, so, so. And all the tables were preoccupied. Yeah, we'd, 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 we'd think that. And then going, even like I said, going into the Oval, it was just the stands. They hadn't put anything in the middle or anything like that on the ground. It was just sit yourself in the Oval. Which, in its defence, is great because it was nice just having that sort of open air bit because we all talked about how we'd like to go and watch the cricket because of yeah, how nice, nice it seemed with the open air bit. But you just need that sort of solid picnic table, sort of mm. like we can sit, we can lock at each other. If we want to do any gaming, we can do. But if yeah. we don't, there's the, an area to play with. Is, yeah, yeah. There was bits by the food, but obviously that's really your, it's by really the food, isn't it? Yeah. You don't want to sit there and be like, "Oh, we're playing games. Go and take your halloumi elsewhere," because yeah. you just feel feel a bit bad, feel a bit guilty. Yeah, see, that wasn't that wasn't great. I think that's definitely something they could they could they could improve on, or, or maybe that isn't something they're looking to improve. I'm sure they're not looking to. Accommodate. I don't think they need to. I don't think they need to Geeks accommodate for cars. us. Yeah, like we're not we're not the majority. We're the minority. Like yeah. it'd be great if it was there, but they're not going to put it in for us. Well, it didn't affect our evening. Like no, that's the not thing. In the grand like, scheme of things, like, I I didn't come away from that beer festival thinking, God, I wish I'd play Yu Gi Oh. True. I came away from that evening like God. I wish I didn't buy that twenty five percent point. <laughs> like, that was, yeah, it was rough. I've I've never pawned away a drink. Yeah, how much? But I had to pour away the back end of that. Like how many Jeff? How much have you Jeff? It was a seven. It, it was it was seven tickets for a third, and I'd say I had three good mouthfuls. And then I looked at the bottom end of the tar that was in my glass. I was like, I can't do this to myself. Yeah, so like, you had about. I what, want. I want to function tomorrow. Fifty percent of it, maybe, maybe more. Just over, yeah. I'd say. That's quite. It's still quite a bit of. A, and it's like, it and, and you, you and Jim smelt it. It was twenty-five oh, percent, and like I had a big mouthful of it, and was like, put me in the ground. Yeah. And then you and Jim smelt it, and you were like. Well, this is going to be great content. Are you going to finish it? I was like, I'm going to try. <laughs> and then I had two more mouthfuls and was like, can't do it. I can't do this yeah. to myself. And you're like, well, we're going to go and get a kebab. It's like, I'm going to go and nip to the urinal and have a glass of water. That was quite good, how they had the hydration the water station. Hydration station. That was pretty good. I did like that. And a lot of people were just using it to rinse glasses out. And I think that's what they yeah. said all for. But it meant that you could rinse your glass out and if you needed some water, you could get some water. Yeah. Wonderfully set up. Honestly, it's the best beer festival I've ever seen set up. Mm. The way it was. Just like, there's water on tap. There's a nice area. Mm. Um, the the person lip-syncing Queen was a little bit of the questionable entertainment for the yeah. evening. But the band before them and the band after them were really good. Amazing. Mm. Like, Lip syncing is not what I necessarily need at a beer festival, but at least it was music in the background. A, a, a lip syncing drag act as well. Just, it's just. It's just. It's, what, it, it, it just. I don't know why you need that on a Thursday. Yeah. Like. Didn't feel and needed. Fair play to them. They they gave it socks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's putting effort. I, I I don't know why that. But again, it's Thursday. They probably 
we're well up for it so far. Yeah. Right. Um, cool. Right. We're on twenty-five. Is there anything more else we want to talk about? Because I think what we'll probably do is we'll pause. Play some speed duels in the evening. Like, the oh yeah, of course. So part of the back, conversation yeah. can end now. Like, we yeah. had a great night. So we got back and we played jump start. That was interesting. You won your first game of Magic. Well, it's not my first game of Magic. You won a game of Magic. I won a game of Magic. I'm on more wins than I am losses. It took longer to sort out the decks you were playing than it did for you to win. So, bonus points there. Yeah. It's not my first rodeo. Jumpstart's a weird one. It was interesting. I like the concept of the two decks. The concept is amazing. The fundamentals of sorting out after the concept. Mm, A little bit iffy. Like, yeah. How do I split these decks into two again? Yeah. For those who haven't experienced Jumpstart, Jumpstart is grabbing. So it's something that Wizards of the Coast have done where you just grab two packs of Jumpstart, smash them together, and they've got all the lands, all the spells, and all the creatures that you need, and you just crack on and play against each other, which is great when you play against each other, but if you want to keep it as a standalone product, splitting it back. Once it's been split, is mildly difficult if you don't have the internet on your phone or <laughs> an idea of where to look for the list. And even if you have an idea of where to look for the list, each deck has like four different iterations of what it's done. So oh, it took us like wow. what twenty five minutes yeah, to re-split that. them. And this is this is with DJ Jazzy Jim having them pre-sleeved and pre elastic banded yeah. so that we could do this and turn it into his own little board game which is a great great way you do thing that. to do but his deck because it was two colour was just like oh well, it's two colour these split but you got I want to say unlucky but also very unlucky in the sense that yours was just one colour no two so, no yours was just all white oh no his was mine was mine one was of green them was black. yours was green black sorry his yeah. was just all white yeah which made it very difficult to split so you've got to find them. at the end. So like, and there's no indication on each card of which deck goes which into deck which. Supposed to be with. That's really quite annoying. Mm. Well, it is a bit like Soul Soulforge. Yes, and we've talked about Soulforge before, I believe. Yeah. Where I do because because that, that's that's I think that's now out in America, but it's not over here so. yet. Yeah, but I am very very tempted when that comes out over here Soulforge seems a bit of me like it's mm. a bit of like I'm not normally one for restricted on deck building but mm. also it's not as restrictive because we've talked about before where you buy two decks you put them together and then when new sets come out you get to add half to this and take the other half away which is what I don't like about Keyforge yeah. where it's like your deck's not working buy a new deck yeah, whereas this is like your deck's been priced out by half a new deck and you get to keep your favourite half. And then yeah. you like this half, so you buy a new half after that. That's why it's so fun. Yeah, I, I quite, that's, what I, that's what I quite like about it as well. Um, then, yeah, Speed Duel. Played a bit of Speed Duel. Speed Duel! It was interesting. Um, it made me realise I don't like Yu-Gi-Oh! after GX. Or don't like GX Yu-Gi-Oh! Like... For me, it's GOAT format or no format. Mm. But that is just from a grumpy old man standpoint of like, I want to cast Scapegoat and any card from the Joey starter deck, which was busted as <laughs> all hell. But it was nice. It was nice getting to play with 
Yu-Gi-Oh cards again because it's been a long time. Yeah. And with that's how us becoming friends because we we met through the Yu-Gi-Oh. Really bonded over the old Yu-Gi-Oh card game. Mm. Uh, it was nice to have that as sort of a. This is how we met. We have to play this, really. Yeah. Like it's sort of like a, a coming of age story. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do like the the self-contained product. The self-contained product is very good. good. You've got the like, eight pre-constructed decks. They they'll either work or they won't. You don't know how they're going to face against each other. It's like doing a bit, a, a cheeky bit of sealed against each other. Almost, yeah. Like especially if you don't know what. Because you laid do. it all out in front of me, and I was like, "Oh, are these four yours? Are those four no. mine?" Like, it's like, no, pick one. We'll play two against two. Yeah. Not even two against two. It's like you pick one, I'll pick, I'll one, pick one, and we'll, we'll put the other six away. Yeah. And like that is wonderful. That's. Mm. For getting someone, it, like, if you're trying to get someone into Yu-Gi-Oh, if you're just trying to relive old nostalgia, if you just want a board game to play, essentially, that reminds yeah. you of Yu-Gi-Oh, it's fantastic. It's yeah. just, it was a little bit too much reading for me. Like, yeah. I'd prefer the, because they do a speed duel one that's around Battle City time? Yeah, there's a Battle City one. Yeah, that's what I'd much rather play but mm. I wasn't against it like I understand why it exists and I kind of liked it yeah Jim was on about buying the Battle City one a while ago and that was one of the reasons why I ended up buying the GX one mm. um, but the Battle City one's actually quite pricey to get hold of which it is, is really now, yeah, yeah, yeah. It used um, to be like 20 quid it's not like 60 well I've seen it for about 25 30 but it's it's still when you spent 17 pound and got the GX one do you really want to spend double that to get the Battle City one, which actually, in terms of card power, in in terms of cards and mechanics, it's weaker. But it mm. depends if like how much you value in nostalgia. Yeah, there's that as well. Like for me, I'd pay more to for play the Yu-Gi-Oh that I remember. Nostalgia. Essentially, that was it. We did get to play Flesh and Blood. Um, we didn't get to play Smash Up. We played a bit of Pauper in Magic. Oh, did you and Jim play Pauper? Me, me and Jim play Pauper in Magic. Oh, okay. And, uh, what was I? Was I on the phone? I think. Oh yeah, I was scouring. You were for looking food. for chicken. I was looking for chucky. The chicken. old chicken hunt. Yeah, that didn't go well in the end, did it? Um, Neither did pauper. To be fair, no. Like you played the game. Jim cast four spells and I won. Ah, <laughs> oh, like, those pauper decks are well balanced against each other as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah. And bless Jim, he tried to cast some spells, but I don't think he knew what he was doing. So it was like. It felt a bit lopsided, which happens. It's fine. Like mm. any card game's going to feel lopsided if one person doesn't know what they're doing and everyone's does. Yeah. You've built decks, you know what's in them. Yeah, I suppose it's all the, the same decks are perfectly decks. balanced against each other as long as you know how to play the game. Yeah, the, the those flesh and blood blitz decks, the the Reinar and Dorinthia ones that we played. Yeah. They are they are from the classic battles box. I've just upgraded both of them, mm-hmm. so they are essentially designed to go against, against each, each other. other. Yeah. So, well, if me and you played that right now, you'd smash me because I'm Did not. You win. I'm not fully. No, I didn't. Like the last time we played, because I'm not fully aware how. The you won Bravo. I won with Bravo. You won Bravo. Everyone wins with Bravo. Everyone wins with Bravo. Because he's top champ, choke slam. King of the world. That was how you won as well, wasn't yeah, it? Chokeslam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. 
Because that was like, that was when I was like, too. It's like, okay, so uh, build me a competitive deck. I will come to a calling with you. Just make sure Chokeslam's in there. No, well, Chokeslam isn't there. But this card is going to search out your finishing manoeuvre. I'm like, well, that's wonderful news. Because <laughs> what is <laughs> it? There's Crip- like the thing crush. that searched. There it is. Yeah, Showtime gets you the Crippling Crush. Oh, it's Showtime, baby. And then the next turn you just throw the Speaking of crush. Showtime, you know they played um, Big Show theme music on Radio 1 the other day. Which one? Like the original one? Well, it's the big show. Oh, um, the band version, like you have when he came back. The, the proper Just original. The full on WWE version. Oh, wow. Because they'd had a big show. So they were like, well, it's the big show. So oh, the little wow. snick of it, it's amazing. Pots me hard while it's in work. Oh, God, that's fucking hilarious. Um, and that's Whoa, it. Now we're, back in, now we're back in the room. Yeah, so, chilling out. King of Comfy style. On 34, I don't think we're going to be able to cover what you want to cover in the time that the recording will allow us. So we'll go for a quick break, and then we'll uh, we'll come back, and we'll go into what you really, really want to talk about. What we both <laughs> really want to talk even, about. Like, itching. Itching for all afternoon. Tapping so we'll on it. Go for I a, have kept myself at bay. I think is the politest way to put it because we've not even talked about this outside of a podcast. No, yeah. About it, like, itching, itching, scratching. We'll be right back. We're on, oh gosh, it's 1.53. Okay. So we're still here in the hotel room. It is nearly two o'clock in the morning. Um, we've refreshed our drinks. I've got my nice orange and raspberry cider. Still at it. Still here. Still you've, winning. You've got the recording link cider there. Topped up with Pepsi Max. I still don't get it. Don't hate me because you ain't me. Yeah. Um, what do we really want to talk about? Well, we want to talk well, about. Well, we wanted to talk about for the whole trip. We've got to talk about Bray Wyatt, don't we? We have to talk about Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt coming back. So, oh, collective boy. Yeah, so we've got, obviously, <sighs> Extreme Rules just happened this last weekend. We we actually were watching it, um, not together, but we were messaging um, while it was on. The King is back. The King has returned. I did put that on like Twitter. As soon yeah. as he came out, I was like, the King has returned. The King has returned. I, I, right. I did try and find the... We're not even going to try and pretend that we're not yeah. massive marks of Bray Wyatt. Oh, I have a huge mark of Bray Wyatt. I've been since, um, not initially, when the first time I really started paying attention to Bray Wyatt was actually his Mania 30 match. See, they've, they've been in, Bray Wyatt and his company have been about for a, for a spell by then. I'm pretty sure for me it was 2014. Was that 30? Was no, it was 30? way before. It I remember seeing FCW. Uh, Mania 30 was... That was when he, he did the whole uh, feud with John Cena. Yeah. And it was the Eminem promo videos that got everyone hyped. Yes, it was. It was. Um, Mine was, was after he went back down to FCW because he was Husky Harris. And then he did this weird gimmick where he was like a serial killer. Yeah. And then was Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Because he had. Uh, his partner was Eli something for a while. Husky Harris. But. Honestly, uh, I've yeah. I've been a Bray Mark now yeah, for about fourteen would have been punk the the pipe bomb stuff, wasn't it? Two thousand fourteen was that earlier? 
it was 2012 when I first saw my Bray Wyatt, my, my first big Bray Wyatt promo when it was FCW. Mm. Punk's pipe bomb was 2011, I want to say. Okay. Yes, we're going back a bit. So actually, Punk's pipe bomb was 2011. I mean, time's when you get past your 30s. So like, me and you... What main year are we on? 40 this year coming. 40 coming. Mm-hmm. It's 30, so 10 years ago, 2030. So 2013 would have been main year 30. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, but yeah, we've been getting these White Rabbit uh, promo pieces that were all pretty like, it's got to be Bray, right? It's got to be, it's got to be Bray. It's got to be It Bray. was it's so Bray. well it's done. It's, it's the most well done thing I've, I've seen WWE do in a long time. QR codes... The whole going on the internet. There was a little bit of a video game, like talking about. Like there was little bits of words and little bits of clues, little bits mm. of things that was leading you to different places. Like they were giving you coordinates, directions to places. They even referenced um, a Simpsons episode that played the song White Rabbit. They were referencing like milk. That was white rabbit milk, and just the only thing I'm curious about because not to timestamp this, but he's due for his debut on SmackDown tomorrow. Yeah, so and I want to know how Friday's all gone. the white rabbit stuff ties in. Like the white rabbit stuff has been incredible, but yeah. nothing about Bray's debut at Extreme Rules outside of who killed the world. You did, <laughs> we did. None of it ties into like rabbits or Alice in Wonderland, which it seemed to be going towards. Like it was a lot of Alice in Wonderland stuff. Yeah, that's what kind of made me think it was something to do with. Originally, it made me think it was something to do with Alexa Bliss because she's kind of got that Alice in Wonderland crazy. Well, one of the promos before Bray got let go and brought back was like him as the Mad Hatter. Yeah, and Alexa Bliss was Alice. Yeah. Like, because it was even like in one of the clues and like this is what had me so enthralled by this yeah because it was all sort of like in web addresses and stuff and there was things in like 1911 being in Bray's hat yeah just there was so many things that was like amazing about it that you don't see in wrestling nowadays like the whole sort of like I wanted to talk to so many people about it and no one would know how excited I was about this. Even if it wasn't Bray. Mm. Just like the whole... They've started playing this song at live events and then they've started doing the red lighting and now it's slipped into real life. And now... When I say real life, like now it's slipped into the weekly show. Mm. And now it's sort of like smash cuts that they're doing and showing you a bit but the commentators are mentioning it and now the commentators are mentioning it a little bit when it comes to Extreme Rules and now it's giving you dates and it's giving you days and it's giving you figures and it's giving you facts and it's leading to every bit and like there's the things that you need to go into and reverse backwards and you're hearing the word Bel Air and Gacy and then you like pull that apart and there was so much like it got you like invested for the first time in a long time, like you're checking out Reddit to see what people can undo and pick apart, and there's little bits that are leading to different every little things. Mm. And literally, if the white rabbit comes to nothing more than it's a rabbit going down a rabbit hole, and you're just figuring it out, and it all leads to Bray Wyatt and that 
that door, when that door opened and you saw nothing but two little white dots and then the lantern come up, oh, it was just euphoric in the way that that debut was done. I, I was going mad. Like, we were talking over WhatsApp. I don't think I could have, like, here we go, boys. Like, it's finally, like, oh, I've never been so excited for a debut. Something you do mention there, actually, was how many posts online I saw they like said people pulling everything apart to say this this was this links to Bray this links to Bray this little bit here this so was like kept secret in wrestling but was. people were trying to justify other people yeah. I saw I saw reasons why it could be Edge I saw reasons why it could be Joe Gacy I saw reasons why it could be every wrestler under the sun mm. but we all knew it had to be Bray it was Bray yeah. and like they talked about like oh Bray's contract uh, negotiations had stalled and we were all like but the rabbit <laughs> but like is there a backup plan there's, in case there's, this fails there's, there's pigs in but they'd done it so well that say Bray and Tim and they gone nah I don't want to do this it could have been someone else it could have mm. easily been anyone yeah. like we'd already done the spooky bullishness of Edge about a year ago but yeah. they could have turned around and gone yeah it's Edge against the Judgment Day but they it, but they didn't like, and this is the thing about I refer to it as new wrestling and mm. it's like wrestling is a Triple H's regime and we're currently in a glory period where it feels like every Smackdown there's a debut every Monday there's a title change and wrestling's interesting again it's hot yeah. wild like every time I look at a review on 4 or Mania wrestling's getting an 8 or a 9 and it's been a long time since you've seen that yeah like getting like, 6's and 4's and all sorts of much lower and just being like don't watch it just like 3 hours of Raw has actually been oh I want to say okay but that seems like it's doing a disservice and mm. how long can you say it's been since like you should watch Raw like, I've said yeah, that to I people <laughs> and it's like it's for three hours and I'm it's like a big, it's a I'm big not even like watch this lot. one match and then you're done it's like watch a row mm. it's oh. a lot to get through three hours it's a big stint of time it's not um, I, I don't watch any of the shows um, but I've, I, I do quite often read like the 411 reviews because I the past two rows I've watched live and that is a big credit mm. to how the show is because Staying up till one in the morning to watch three hours you got of wrestling. Sport? Oh no! Once I find a stream, I get to watch. I get, I get to watch it. I was gonna say you got money. I don't know about. No, no, no. Sorry. I wish I had money. Wish I know about. Yeah. I, I, you're, you know me. Share the wealth. Yeah, but like, um, but like, getting to watch it. Getting to like, not being sure what came on. Like again, not to date the podcast, but like. This one day just gone. Like <laughs> AJ hugging Finn and being like, I'm all about fanboy. And then being like, oh, I wasn't talking about you. And the OC turned up. Yeah. And you're like, like the, there's something new. Like, if, it, it feels, it's genuinely refreshing. It's it's what WWE has always built its brand on of like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I genuinely feel that going into a week to week basis. Like Smackdown's tomorrow night. I've got no clue what's going to happen. I don't know mm. any of the matches that are on the card. And that's good. Like, yeah. I, I'm all for this match is pre-planned. Like, this is on the card. But 
Bree's going to be there tomorrow night. Yeah. And I'm like, is he going to explain anything? Is he going to just turn up with his lantern and be like, see you Monday? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. face or heel? It doesn't matter. Haven't they said? It doesn't matter. He's yeah. above it. What did you think? So we'll get to the debut then. So. Oh, then we'll get to talk about Bray's love. I'm all for it. Obviously, no, no. So obviously, at the end, because I'd said, didn't I, that he would attack? Um, I thought he'd you, attack you were you were sure he was going to come out and attack someone. Yeah. I I wasn't. The only reason I thought that is because it kind of made sense because obviously Orson is the one who who finished him. Mm. That it was Orton's his last match, so it makes sense that Orton's not there, but Riddle is, who's like his best best mate. So, so he's going to attack someone to hurt Riddle, yeah, yeah. or even you know maybe even go off. Rollins or whatever. I, I was under the impression it was just going to be a I thought he'd come out as a fiend and they did the Duh! I need to pair yeah. and like I didn't think he was going to attack someone but I thought they were going to have it obvious who his next feud was going to be mm. and I really appreciated the fact that they didn't. They tricked us. They yeah. really uh, they did the Triple H special with the little logo coming up in the back corner yeah. it's like because they got me with that I was like Oh, then, what? Yeah. I was like, no, it's got to turn up. And then the lights went down during Riddle's celebration with uh, Cormier? Cormier? The ref. Yeah, Cormier. Daniel Cormier. Cormier. DC. DC. D- no. uh, wish oh, D-Lo Brown. Oh, DC. Yeah. <laughs> got D-Lo Brown. Oh, Mum, I want D-Lo Brown. No, we can't get D-Lo Brown at home. D-Lo Brown at home. in Manchester. DC Cormier. Who is? D-Lo Brown? Yeah. Oh. She's shocked. Yeah, yeah. She's a meeting group. Oh, meet and greet. Oh, yeah. He's not performing then, is he? Yeah, don't don't be telling me he's getting in there. Oh, as close performing as that man can. Um, mm. Man's not the, the best bit, not necessarily the best bit, but my favourite bit about Bray's debut wasn't even involving Bray. Mm. And it was Michael... Co- I can't even believe I'm saying this, but Michael Cole's been so good since Triple H has taken charge. Mm. It was Michael Cole's... Are we still on the air? Proper, like, it was yeah. so like just made it feel more real like are we still on the air like the lights are going off like are we done yeah what's going on and then silence after that yeah <sighs> so right it's the debut we get obviously the sequence of seeing all the Firefly Funhouse including The Fiend oddly in the crowd yeah that confused me because then obviously we went to the Funhouse they go and back to the front house with the distorted music and everyone being... Dead. Dead. Yeah. So what? Or inactive, I think, is the technical term that they're going for, because mm. puppets can't die. Yeah, I suppose. So what... Obviously it's all speculation. What we don't know, because the show's going to be on tonight. Well, technically the show's going to be on tonight, because we're recording this at 2am on, on Friday morning. But um, well, this is the thing that gets me, Mike. Because he took the mask off when he did the debut, and I wasn't expecting that. I was yeah. expecting to come back as one of his previous gimmicks. And then we saw the Fiend in the crowd, and they showed um, Burtface Fiend on the table when Michael Cole did another cracking. I will vouch for Michael Cole whenever he's amazing. He bolted the second he saw that mask, yeah. and he freaked out to the <clears throat> correct level that you would if you saw some man's bird face on your table. Yeah. Right, if the lights went out right now and there was a burnt face there, we'd freak. Yeah, we'd. And he did the I'm exact done. level of freaking 
that we'd all expect, but he knew that mask was coming. Yeah. Gold. Absolute gold, Michael. He, Michael Cole has been uh, UK Championship Tournament 1, <laughs> Michael Cole, for about six weeks now, and he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. I suppose that's the difference when the people in your era... When, when people like shouting, yeah. when they're like, you be Cole, and amazing. Yeah. Also, that's the name of my new band, You Be Cole. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm hoping that it's just a case of because they they flashed up his logo after he finished yes, the whole month, and that's added more speculation that's removed because of the whole he's Wyatt Six. Mm. So is it like is it a new stable? Is it just an amalgamation that he's doing? I've seen videos of him training. He looks in the best shape I've ever seen Wyatt yeah. being. Like, he looks amazing. There's been a lot of talk about the, the, the people who appeared in the crowd dressed as Rambling Rabbit and Huskus and, and all them. Them being the faction. Them yes. being the Wyatt Six. And then who would be each one? Because obviously there was the Liv Morgan thing. The only thing, thing that makes me think that they're not going to do that is the fact that it was a wonderful little nod to Luke Harper who I, mm. I missed dearly because he was amazing but a wonderful little nod to him was um, there was a the couple. witch yeah had the mask um, on had the mask on that he wore when he was the Bludgeon Brothers yeah and it's like if you're actually going to have that be a character you wouldn't pull that mask on yeah that's the only thing that draws me away from that's a nice little nod and the light coming out of the door that yeah that was is reminiscent of from the, um, from the, the Harper's Dark Order, Dark Order yeah. debut. So that makes me think they're not. It's all little nods in that scenario, and why mm. it's gonna be Wyatt. Yeah. It, we're we're gonna get prototypical Bray, Bray Wyatt. Wyatt, because people want that. Like the cult leader gimmick was amazing. And if he ends up getting the family, that's fine. But the best version of Bray Wyatt is a Wyatt one that can take damage. Because mm. that was the main problem with the fiend. Like, yeah. you don't want to shoehorn horror into wrestling because mm. people don't believe it. Mm. Like the Hell in a Cell match versus Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, makes sense from a horror movie standpoint of chucking everything at the horror villain and he still gets up. But it doesn't make sense in a wrestling scenario. Whereas mm. like Bray Wyatt when he's cult leader can get beaten down, drops to his knees, chucks you a chair, and is like, hit me. Hit yeah. me, I'm still gonna win. But hit me, yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. From a long term storytelling. Mm. So that was so one of the things I always had a problem with 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 Bray Wyatt. One was that I always found his pay per view loss record was was horrible. Mm. Like he he. Well, would... that's where Rambling Rabbit comes in because mm. that's the the whole defeater of worlds sort of thing. This is where. Mm. Each character in the funhouse. This is why people think it's prototypical Bray, because like the funhouse was the amalgamation of different characters. So we had, what is the witch's name? Ab- why have I forgot it? Ab- Abigail. Yeah. So Abigail, the witch's sister, Abigail. Mm. Rumble and Rabbit is when Bray was on his losing streak, mm. which is like because everyone was saying his problem was being nonsensical, so he used to ramble on. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy the Buzzard was when he was based on Wayland Mercy and doing mm. his court leader, which is why Wayland 
Uh, which is why Mercy the Buzzard used to beat up Rambling Rabbit because it was like this is my gimmick why are you losing all the time yeah um, so there was Mercy Huskers which was Husky Huskers Harris. which was Husky Harris you know the old uh, built like a tank what's the other one there was one more wasn't there there was Huskers there was uh, Mercy Abigail Rambling Rabbit that was it oh yeah yeah and then and the then Fiend. The Fiend turned up Although apparently they've re-signed Bo Dallas. Yeah, I heard about that. Which is interesting when it mm. comes to that. But they've always said they don't want to work together. I guess keep them far away from each other as possible. I Turn just want Bo in NXT. I want to Bell Leaf again. I will believe. I want that. He's, 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 he's making a Bell Leaf for our Liv Morgan though, isn't he? So. Last generation's Kurt Angle. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I will still die on that hill. When he used to like win by DQ and then do a lap around the ring. Yeah. I loved it. Uh that, but you know me. I always love weird weird nonsensical wrestling celebrations. Like mm. I'm the enigma here, not anyone else. <laughs> um Oh, I could wax poetical about Bray and everything he's done with the white rabbit promos and like yeah. Little bits like this weekend, this week just gone. Finn Balor's never worn a. Uh, yes, he's got the whole uh, Prince gimmick yeah. going and being part of Judgment Day. And he's never, like, he came out in the mask at Extreme Rules, which was a bit of a different. It was awful. Diff- look. No, I liked it. Like, because they've got. The, there's the new. Um, Pinhead movie coming out, so yeah, like it, yeah. it ties into that. What normally, like when he was in NXT, he had the big axe and it was red, and he'd never worn that T-shirt. But then all of a sudden, Bray does the whole purple axe, the white rabbits dig in. That's when the explosion comes out, and then all of a sudden, Finn Balor's got this new Judgment Day purple axe T-shirt. Yeah, and like it might just be an homage to. Oh, you don't know because we're doing a lot of this in like. One of the backwards recordings was like Bel Air, and Bel Air's had nothing to do with Bray, but then you go and watch a Bel Air promo and you see a QR code. So it might just be another sort of like red herring or a clue or something towards that. And it's like the whole, he's got the whole world in his hands. So the whole universe is like sort of wrapped around like what's Bray doing. And I don't want to make a Poochie reference to Simpsons, but. When Bray's not on screen, we should be talking about where is Bray? What is Bray doing? doing? When will Bray be turning up? That's how it feels. But that's interesting because he's got the most views of all time. Yeah, he's done done well for the for for the incredible numbers on YouTube. I think so. I think that just shows how over he was. I agree with you. Just rewinding a little bit about the fiend, like. Obviously, we were talking about earlier the Seth Rollins interview, where he said it was very difficult to come out of a feud, a feud with the Fiend, any better because they, they you really had made to be, him you had human. to be changed because you'd been stalked by a horror yeah. character. Yeah, it was like it, it was like Ultimate Kane. Like, mm. how can you come out the same? Yeah, but, but even Kane, you have to would go down. Yeah, he might sit back up again after, but you could but get the, go down. you could get the three count. And he it was like Jason. It was like Jason or yeah. Michael Myers, but yeah. the Fiend seemed. And I will even forgive the giant novelty hammer from the Fiend, but 
OG Fiend was designed to be undefeatable and that doesn't work in wrestling. That's no. shoehorning too much horror mm. into wrestling. And then you put him near the belt and it's like... But then they did beat him. They just jumped him out to Goldberg. Doesn't work. Mm. Should never have been near that belt. No. The, the best thing came Bray did near that belt him. was change it from red to blue. Yeah. I'd pull it out of a toy box. Amazing, the they put also put him after the belt really quickly because he had his match against Balor. Far that was too it. quickly. Far. Next month he attacked Seth. And I, I understand why they did it because it was fucking hot. He went over like straight away. It was incredibly hot as a gimmick and people loved it, but it never. If you've got something that hot, don't put it near the title. Yeah, that's how I always view booking. Like you should have booked him in another feud to make someone else hot. You had Brian on your card, just having like killing. They could have, they could have easily done everything after because they had the Miz thing, which was I actually thought was really good, because Miz was face. It's like how is Miz face in this situation? My favorite thing about that was when they were still doing um, Bray wrestling his Bray, oh, and he quite got his shoulder dislocated, so yeah. started smashing his own arm against Come on, uh, the, the barricade. TV yeah. show presenter. Gear, yeah, and the other I, I, I love Mr. Rogers, bro. Uh, I will down that hill. That's my, that's one of my favorite, right? Because there's a promo that he does with John Cena that's incredible. Where he like does this fluid flip over the like barricade, and it's like yeah. it's good to see you again, John. Oh yeah, it's yeah. been far too long. Yeah. Right? but you don't like me, yeah. and you robbed me of a thing four years ago, and you say I'm overrated. Uh, but I will show you why I'm incredible. And like, yeah, but he does it in a full break. He's like, got it down. Yeah, he's watched it's quite, a lot. It's quite watched scary. A lot. If I'm completely honest. I thought I'd watched the Firefly Funhouse Live a lot. Like, I, I love that. I, I, I did a whole episode on it. That's how much I love that match. It was not even a match. It's a, it's a freaking segment, technically. It's my top match of the past 10 years. Really? Yeah. Ah, okay. I would it's say. It's so. So there's there. so much that goes on it given mm. its time period and given its era that we're going to look back on that and be like how does that exist I think it, it has no right to be as good as it is yeah. it has no right to even exist you know, like yeah I think it's a good, good thing John Cena didn't turn up for a year Cena's acting chops for that match because he sells everything that happens in that match like it's legit yeah like at the end when he's sort of He's cradling over and he just looks kind of defeated and, and worn out and then the fiend appears behind him. He sells it. The whole A 16-time world champion mm. got eradicated by a weird clown. Yeah. And we just accepted it. And we accepted it. Yeah. He really disappeared on. at the end, which I thought was phenomenal. Yeah. He's just standing over him and he just disappears. Got the pin. Got yeah. the pin. That's the thing you need to remember as well. Yeah, yeah. At Mania. I think you need to. I think open. you need to rewatch the SmackDown promos before the Five Five One House because mm. it's all with Rogers Bray. Yeah, yeah, None yeah. of it's the Fiend. The Fiend doesn't show up at all before the Five Five One House, and it's all amazing. It does, but he's in the crowd. No, Hoskus is in the crowd. No, no. There's a bit where Bre- um, Fiend is in like a stand in the crowd, and then it. Cuts, oh, where O'Neill is, and then yeah, cuts run. Back. Yeah, cuts back yeah. and he's raised behind him. That, that, Cena, that's, Cena that's, that's the go-home show. Yeah. yeah, But the the main promo... 
And obviously it's a week before the feud. It's a week before that, the mm. one where Bray comes and it's like, you call me overhyped. Mm. You say I'm the biggest mistake that we've ever done. It's like, you rod me or something. Mm. And I'm going to show you. It's, it's such a good it's such a good build I might actually watch that before I go to bed <laughs> it's so it's so good I can't even swear on this podcast but I've we've really multiple it's times so fucking good <laughs> I think I think we can I'll, I'll put a little bit at the beginning it's yeah. fine just say if you don't like bad language spoilers we're brain marked we're gonna swear <laughs> We're very passionate about it. I've got so much break I'm so passionate about Bray I've got like, he's, he's genuinely like I, when we was on the drive over here to the beer festival, I referred to him as this generation's mankind with creative control. Mm. And Jim laughed at me being like, well, I know you're a big Mick Foley, Mark. Like, yeah. that's a little bit weird. It's like, Bray's a worse wrestler than Mick Foley. Like, name me top five Bray matches outside of that Rumble match and the Firefly Funhouse. And he can't. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's an average wrestler but he's an incredible mind. Mm. And like, Foley is a better wrestler than he is. I will say that, and I will sit on that hill and casually accept hate. But from a mental and storytelling point of view, you don't get a better than Bray Wyatt. He knows what he's doing. He knows... We've been chasing QR codes. We've been looking at web addresses. We've been going into source code. He's been quoting people who are on Reddit. He mm. found an old post from 2004 about some place in Arizona. Mm. Right? The man knows what he's doing to get people following him. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what... What do we think about the new mask? The mask that he had is that going to be a permanent thing? Do I think? I like it if it's not permanent. Yeah, because like I a, don't it's think like a it's going to face, wasn't it? It reminds me. Have you seen the movie Black Phone? No, it's made by the same guy who made that mask, which is, oh, is it? a very spooky film, mm. and it's like a oh, horror is that film. The one with Ethan Hawke in it. Yes, it's that one. I've heard of it. I've not. I've not. Like with a big old grin on the yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah. It's the same people who made the mask. Who have made it for Bray? I I think it's gonna just be. I'm glad he's not using White Rabbit as his entrance music, or as it appears, it's not gonna be because it doesn't work as entrance music. It works Mm. as like a hype up song. It's just gonna be his old entrance music, another remix of his old entrance music. Because that's all Let Me In was was just a remix of his first music. With Corridor is that banging remix Mm. that. If you haven't noticed, they've taken off Spotify. They had taken off Spotify because it's in my end of everything playlist. It was. And, and I went on to listen to it and it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, this is horrifying. But apparently it's been put back on in America. Has it? Not in the UK. Ooh. I looked. Someone someone put it on Twitter. They let me let me in. It's back on Spotify. I, and I, I, Spotify I think he's going to come out to his old interview with a little bit of a... Remix a, a, a twang to mm. it, for lack of a better term. I think, I think it's just going to be like... Because they, Triple H knows what he's doing, and they've got a, such a good thing with when you hear that doom, 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 yeah. and all the people get the phones out. Yeah, like, you can tell that straight the fireflies. Away. Yeah, as soon as the lights so went down, all the phones went up. Yeah, the place looked like a Christmas tree, and it was it was 
it was it was great. And that's not instigated. There's no like fireflies thing on the Titantron to tell people to get the phone out. Yeah. They know what they're like. The lights went down. Yeah, especially when you started seeing the. And we're going to talk about the pop that he got. He got like four separate amazing pops. Every time any any of the characters came on, it's it the last time I've gotten goosebumps. Mm. From a from a promo, like I don't remember getting goosebumps, but the thing that like it was almost chilling. Like I remember because we were talking on WhatsApp what happened, mm. and like the lights went down and we were talking about it. it's like wire a bit. Here we go. There's these characters, and then everything went black, and then that door opened, yeah. and it all went black, and then you just saw like. I thought I saw more than what had happened because I just saw two piercing white lights mm. in the middle and that spooked me genuinely I, and it yeah. wasn't even part of it because then the lantern came out after yeah. but I was like <sighs> yeah chilling and I was meant I, I tried to go to bed after I was just laying there in the dark because my message was falling asleep and I'm like I can't I can't go to bed like it was and that's what you want from wrestling mm. like you don't want you want the panto you want the extra, extravagance to it but you do want that genuine like raw emotion when wrestling's bad it's really bad but when wrestling's good it's incredible yeah and like that debut was incredible and all it took was him going like I'm here and that was it and it showed his logo and it's done yeah I do think a little bit about the mistiming of the light going out though. I ignore he did, that. He I ignore do, it. He didn't do it. He went, <gasps> and, and the light went, out. went out. But yeah. I, I ignore it. Because I, I, in my head canon, he breathed in the light rather than breathing uh, out. I was, I was thinking that then for a second. Do we think he breathes in the light now as opposed to uh, as opposed to a being Who fucking cares? He's back. <clears throat> the king is returned. The king has like, returned. Our collective. Like, me <laughs> and you disagree on who our favourite wrestler is a lot. Mm. But Bray is the one thing that we oh, it's collectively there, like. Yeah. I got so much. He's Bray the he's the man. If you you've got way more than me as well. Yeah, I've got like the the only thing of Bray Wyatt merch that I desperately wanted and I never got was the Find Me T-shirt with the little lamb on it. And on the back it said uh, Seducer Accuser, Seducer Accuser Destroyer or something like that. And I was just like, oh my god, it's the thing. the one that was used in the Who Killed the World promo. Was was that was, was that was the, the font of it? Yeah. You yes. Did, yeah, you yeah, did. yeah. 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 It was also the new face of fear. I had that. I think I got rid of that though because it was. It, it, I I I've still got death. I've still got the movie poster T-shirt. Well, I haven't got that. With the the whole where it's like just a picture of the fiend and the white T-shirt and it's like mm. movie one. Let me in. Mm. <sighs> just let me in is a as a catchphrase incredible. Yeah. Like oh, I could wax poetical about everything that and. There's part of me that's glad he's not coming back as a fiend, but the fiend is still a character in the universe. Yeah. That's amazing. I think, do you think it's going to be, because obviously when he did the fiend thing, you, in his fiend against Strowman, for example, he pulled back old school cult leader Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Then would became the fiend at the end of that to finish the feud off. I think he's become, to quote Dragon Ball Z, I think he's become perfect Wyatt. Mm. So, he's he's had all this. Like the only thing that makes me think this is the fact that they 
did the whole whole world in his hands. Mm. As part of his because that's program. old school cult, cult leader. That, not necessarily old school, but that was his feud with Cena, mm. leading into thirty. Yeah, it makes me think that this is gonna and the fact that he took the mask off as well yeah. when he debuted. It makes me think that this is we we are gonna get just Bray Wyatt. Yeah, but if necessary, because in Wyatt's law, the reason he let the fiend in is because he had he felt weak and he felt mm. he had rivals to destroy and he needed to let the fiend in. So in my head canon, it's like this is Bray Wyatt coming back and he doesn't need the fiend, but he can use the fiend. Yeah. Because the fiend is a very difficult thing to rock. Yeah. So I like the idea it? of like Bray can go into a feud, he can go on a massive one winning streak, and if someone finally defeats him, he can be like, Well, you've beaten me. But there's a lot of me. Yeah. And there's a lot That's of different me. This one. And mean, I don't think, think you can beat the that. me I get when I'm really back against the wall. I don't think we're going to see the Firefly Funhouse. I don't think we're going to see The Fiend for a long time. But do you think but we'll I get think, that back at some I point? I think, uh, yeah. Like the demon, Finn Balor's demon. Yeah. He protected that for so long. Yeah. I mean, they fed it to Roman Reigns. It was Roman Reigns. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. But, because they kept the demon very protected. Like I think it's going to be like that. Um, do we think, yeah, do we think that's going to be the case? He's gonna be like, okay, I'll I'll crap the fiend out for that that big match where you know what I've been on a. I think he's gonna like. I, I don't think he's gonna lose. I don't think Bray's gonna lose for a long time. Mm. I don't think Bray's gonna be in a match for about two and a half months. Oh really? I just think he's gonna do appearances, do the whole lie out, maybe hit his sister Abigail. I I think it's gonna like knock around and haunt people. Yeah. And he's gonna win a couple of matches. And I think when he loses his first one, he's going to like laugh it off and be like, well, you haven't seen the real me. And then that's, mm. and then he'll like do an entrance of The Fiend. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near the belt for about two years. That would be smart, wouldn't it? Keep him away. Keep him away from the belt. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need to be anywhere near right, it. Right, people are talking about him being the one that defrauds Roman. Roman. What no. I see is Bray haunting Cody when he won- wins the belt. I'm yeah. being like, you're not the Maybe. only one who knew your dad. Yeah, because cause he was in, he was part of Dusty's Dusty's at, at NXT. Dusty was still, a big he? fan of Bray, right? mm. and I can see it leading there. Like Cody comes back at the Rumble, and Bray is just. I don't see Bray wrestling a match for about six months. I don't think they could do that. I think I think he they could. Be... They really could. They could just mm. have him like turn up, do a move, people, go. Move. Because Bray's at his best when he's not wrestling. Mm. Yeah, when he's not, con- he doesn't need to be incredible character work. Like he doesn't, he doesn't need to be in a match. Things could be one of the things where it'll be Rumble. They have him in a match at the Rumble. No, really. Post Mania, I don't see him being in a match for a long time. Because like they did, they, they when they did the, the first spoiler said he was going to be on SmackDown. And then it got to SmackDown with the 23-9. And it was like, just another program. And it took two and a half months-ish. Month and a half, two months. Before we actually saw Bray Wyatt. And then on Raw, they were like, Bray Wyatt's going to turn up. 
Yeah. And he didn't, and he didn't turn, turn up. up. Yeah. And he was like, I'll see you on SmackDown. And I finally see him turn up on SmackDown being like, the world is dead. I'll see you on Raw. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Yeah. And then the next week being like, people have killed this world. I'm here. Just like I'm, doing here. I'm here to save it. Just like 15 seconds. And just promos. like, because the second Bray wrestles a match, the young war is gone. Mm. Not well, gone. How long does it take before the war's gone anyway? Maybe if he's only if he's only turning up for fifteen. If you build promos, this up, if you build like I am here to right a wrong, because Orton's not back yet. They don't so, know if he's back. Exactly, but he might be back by Mania. I'm here to right a wrong. Things have been done to me, and I've had to disappear for this long to right this wrong. I am this powerful now Oof. because of everything that's gone on and I will destroy anyone in my place. I don't like the idea of him and Morton again. Not another mania. If it's a 14 second squash? No. I don't want them anywhere near each other. It was awful. Both of them actually But remember awful. Bray's debut like as the Fiend against Balor? That was good. Yeah. Imagine if they hold this off and at mania... He comes out in the white rabbit mask and just beats someone. So it's like, oh shit, this Bray's back. Mm. And this Bray's here. Like, it's weird to bring him back on a B show like Extreme Rules, but I understand you're capitalising on you're bringing everyone back. Like, bring him back the OC, bring him back uh, Hit Row. Like, he's getting muddled. Not modelled as such because he's the one who's getting the big promo and getting the big pay-per-view debut, but it's still Extreme Rules. It's not like a Survivor Series one. It's not like a mate. To be honest with you, I actually thought at one point it was going to be in Survivor Series. I thought that Extreme Rules would just be another another teaser, like a, a maybe a more revealing teaser. Yeah. But it would just be a teaser. We wouldn't know what was happening until Survivor Yeah, it was Series. weird to see him, wasn't it? Survivor Series a, is a much bigger pay-per-view than... Yeah. than but Survivor Series now has the gimmick of it, it being war games. War games so, well. like, you don't want to dilute Bray by having his debut at the same as war games. So, like, what? You're going to have his first match at Survivor Series when it's war games? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. I, don't I, think, think, I think they're going to keep him sort of That's why I think Rumble. Up. I feel like Rumble is... Is, but is, the rumble gets overshadowed by the rumble, so I don't think it's going to be them either. Mm. I legit think his first match is going to be Mania. I think he's just going to oh, turn up know. and speak people. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm. I think it's going to take a lot of good work to keep people. But there's a lot engaged. of goodwill that's knocking around in WWE at the moment. Oh yeah, especially since Triple like, H took over. Hundred percent. The think, Judgment Day seemed incredible. Like yeah, every everything they've been doing has been like firing on all cylinders. Mm. It's not that improbable to believe that Bray can like keep this going. Balor pushed though, didn't they? So well, he beat Edge. Yeah. He won the I Quit match. He yeah. made him quit. Did the did the business? I don't know. I am interested to see what will happen. I don't think Bray's going to wrestle before Mania. Oh. Is that your that's your hot take? Hot, I, I, I will die. Oh, I, I, that's a that's a spicy take. But I don't think he's going. Why would you want to? Like you've got this incredible character work that, in the past, has been proven to 
lose its luster the second it starts wrestling. Mm. Yeah. I, sp- I suppose that was one of the things the Fiend, they rushed it too quickly. The Fiend debut was great, but what they did after was really rushed. I mean, I could be wrong. I could see him wrestling at Survivor Series in the same breath. I could see him facing someone and just... Annihilating them. Having a feud, killing them in... Two minutes squash. Yeah, yeah. I could see him doing it and like... I do like I could the see the hurt heel stuff coming back. And like, I could see all of that. Like, I did like the hurt heel stuff. There's so much... Like, this is the thing that has always captivated us about Bray. Mm. There's so much you can do to the point where doing nothing is also is just as interesting. Yeah. Having come out, say a couple of words, go away. Doesn't necessarily... Yeah, say it, no, he doesn't say anything. Just the door opens. Yeah. And then the door shut. <laughs> do you, when they were... you don't even need... You don't even need him to do anything. Just mm. shout, run. Yeah. And then him disappear. Yeah. Like, I don't think they'll do that anymore. Like you said, it exactly, the bo- it's got us talking. Like we've been talking for forty-two minutes about Bray Wyatt, yeah, and like he's not done anything. He turned up on SmackDown. No, he turned up on Raw, and it wasn't even really him. It was a static TV. Yeah, it was like so he was SmackDown. Yeah, hey man. Like, I suppose that's the best place to advertise it. SmackDown is still technically the B show. Great no, not, not with a Fox deal. It's not. It's the A two show. A two show, the A dash two. But like everyone's got a good, brave voice in. Hey man, oh god, I'm, I'm, hey man. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> right, anything else you wanna say before we uh, before we switch this off? No, no. Like, follow me on Twitter. Got a lot of Bray Wyatt takes. Got a lot of Magic of the Gathering takes. K A N G S M U D G. Hey man. Hey man. I'm Pete Smudge. Cool. Right, I'll wrap up then. So, uh, the usual Big Boss Book Club on Instagram, Big Boss Zero One Zero on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us. Please give the podcast a like, subscribe, follow, smash that like button. Um, we're gonna go to sleep now because it's like twenty to three in the morning. No, it isn't. It is twenty three in the morning. Yes, it is. It's late night. Um, I'm Big Boss. We're out. Peace.